It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. The sports analyst that covers it all brings it all every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Sometimes they go into overtime. You don't want to miss these two former college football athletes, the Who Dat and Niner Gang, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Bang Bang Niner Gang. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is Wednesday, 7 p.m., so that means you are tuning to Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a great one for you this evening. I know we said we got a good one, but I believe tonight we got a great one for you this evening. Uh, We're going to recap week 13 of the NFL. I uh, got to talk those 49ers and Eagles game, that Eagles game, Lions and Saints game. I know my uh, my co-host aren't, is not too happy about that. Also want to uh, talk about the Packers Chiefs and uh, preview the week 14 game as well. We got Dr. T uh, making a house call this evening, ladies and gentlemen. And if you're a longtime listener, you know Dr. T always comes in and provides uh, his expertise on the uh, most recent injuries that have taken place throughout sports. This week is going to be about the Jordan Travis uh, gruesome. I do mean gruesome. If you haven't seen it, actually, actually I don't even recommend looking at it. That and that leg injury there, he's going to talk about that. But I think, and I want to talk Brock Purdy and, and, and uh, a little bit as well, some MVP talk there. But if we can get into that, we will, because we got a college football playoff conversation that's going to start. We have a, a great platform, a great panel that's scheduled to come on since this evening. And I can't wait for each and every one of these uh, these uh, participants to, to come in and, and give their, their expertise on, you know, if, if the committee got it right. Uh, or if they got it wrong, or how they should, how they would, you know, how they would have done it uh, otherwise. So with that being said, let's bring it up. You know, also I got it. We got to get into E Scott's entertainment segment as well. We, we know that's the most popular segment on the show. So we're gonna bring in Mr. E Scott. Mr. E Scott, how you doing this evening, my brother? Florida State said we don't need no hateration, holleration in the dancery. <laughs> All right, good stuff. All right, what uh, um we know what we what are we gonna do? Well, I want to start off with the uh what, what we um you know with the NFL talk, and then I want to get into the, when Dr. T comes on talk about that, and then we're gonna dive into the college again college football playoff talk as well, ladies and gentlemen. That might be our show right there. That might be the the, the extent of our show. But uh, we'll we'll dive into the uh, week uh, week thirteen recap here, E. And I want to start off with the uh, with the Forty ers and, and and Eagles game, man. And your thoughts and opinions on that. Um, you know, the Forty ers came out and first two series, they uh, you know they went three and out. Uh, the Eagles first two series, they went they drove down, got three points. They had field goals on each of their uh, uh, each of their, uh, their their first two possessions. After that, the 49ers scored uh, scored touchdowns in five consecutive uh, possessions. Man, wind up winning the game, uh, 42 to 19. Hey, I, I, I think you picked. I'm not sure. I, I can't recall who you picked. I know you didn't. I picked Philly. Kind of, 
Yeah, oh, you picked Philly. Okay. So yeah. obviously you didn't you didn't predict predict this type of outcome. But what say you? Your thoughts and opinions on, on the on the outcome of this game when you when you saw it and you're and you're analyzing it. Yeah, your thoughts and opinion on 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 the entire game. First of all, San Francisco beat the brakes off the Eagles. And I'm going to go on record right now and say a healthy San Francisco 49ers team is the best team in football. I mean, I thought the Eagles were good, but and they are. They're just not on the same level with San Fran. A healthy San Fran is the best team in football. I mean, because the Eagles gave them everything they had, and it wasn't even close. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, that's that's my thoughts and opinions. I said it before, and, and it just seems like it was just a few weeks ago, uh, E, that you were saying, you know, uh, is this the San Francisco forty or the San Francisco Forty Nineers insurance fraud? I mean, well, they we did. were in my defense, yeah. they did drop three in a row. But no, 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 no. It's because they weren't healthy. No, 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 no. I'm saying no. That, that's not. That's not what I was going with. That I was just saying it just okay. seems like just a couple of weeks ago they lost three in a row and now they bounce back with you know with four in a row and like you mentioned the, the difference is is they're healthy man and you don't you don't realize you you look at this team and you look at them and you say okay you got you got you got McCafferty you got Kittle you got Debo you got Ayuk you know the list goes on and, and that defense as well. But when one of those pieces are gone, they are a, t- a totally different team. And, and, and I don't want to say a totally different team, a totally different offense. Kyle Shanahan can't use all of his toys like he wants to do. He can't be that mastermind, if you will, that evil genius in, in the laboratory, if you will, without all of those pieces. And it goes to show you, you know, that, you know, you know, anyone, like any team, this isn't for any team. You, you have a great team like, you know, that, like, the, like the, the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. One of those, one of those guys go out, and then it, it changes the outcome. It changes the you know, the thought process and 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 the, how you approach the game and your game plan and your your play calling as well. And you know, Forty ers could have won those three games, well, with the exception, I would say, with the exception of that 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 Bengals game. I think the Bengals were just told were just were really good in that game. I don't think the Forty ers could have done anything. Well, maybe maybe a little bit a little bit been a little bit differently. But nonetheless, um, you know, I see them at the same way. I label them the same way. Is if they're if they're the health if they're healthy, I don't see anyone beating this team. I, I really don't. They have to they have to stay healthy, of course. Um, what I want to do is here. Like we got we got a plethora of callers here, man, and, and I want to bring I want to bring some of these guys in, and I want to bring in first you know first caller here. I want to bring in a special K, and I want to bring in uh, I want to bring in uh, uh, Jason Collins as well. And let me open up their mics real quick here. Uh, Special K, uh, how you doing this evening, my brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. How's everybody? Go nose. <laughs> well, we're definitely going to talk about those nose oh, for sure, man. Uh, but your your thoughts and and and, and uh, Jay Collins, how you doing this evening, my brother? Thanks so much for joining us. I'm doing great, so it's good to be on with you guys. All right, appreciate it, appreciate it. Okay, I'll start with you. You came on first. So um, I'll, uh, I'll ask you this, man. That 49ers, that Eagles game, your, your thoughts and opinions on that, and, um, you know, what do you see these teams, how do you see these teams looking forward, um, you know, looking, uh, how they look going forward? I mean, the 49ers this week have, uh, you know, a division rival with the, with the Seahawks, and then we all know about the biggest game, you know, this weekend is, is the uh, the Eagles going into Cowboys, uh, going to AT&T Stadium. What say you about the, the game and then the, the Eagles and, and 49ers going forward? Um, About the game, man, the, the Eagles showed me what I've been seeing. They 
they it looked like they just going through the motions, you know. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to take nothing from the Forty ers but it right. looked like the Eagles just going through the motions. And you know, when the door opens, they'll kick it in. Um, mm-hmm. Well, the door never opened in this game. <laughs> they got punched. They got punched in the mouth. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't see the score being this way, but I did have the 49ers winning. Um, now, as far as the 49ers in this game, they did what they were supposed to do. And I want to correct both of y'all. Y'all say a healthy San Francisco team. Yeah, a healthy team, but I, I say it's a healthy Debo. Um, Debo, Debo is, is, the, is the screw, the wrench, the, the oil, the WD-40, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Debo. It, it, how Debo goes is how 49ers go. And, you know, I say that with, you know, not taking nothing from McCaffrey, but um, before McCaffrey, their running backs is pretty much plug and play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was all getting yards. So I say Debo is, Debo is what makes that team go, man. Um, all this Brock Purdy for MVP talk, uh, supposedly he's the favorite now. I, I don't like that um, because, I mean, look, he, he dinked and dunked in that game, and, you know, it turned out to be what it turned out to be. So, um, as far as them going forward, um, 49ers got a tough one, man. Uh, they got to see out of this week, right? Um, be it at home, but um, that's that's not going to be easy. Um <laughs> I don't think it's going to be easy. Now, I'm not going to go out on the limb and say Seattle's going to win, but it's not going to be an easy game. I mean, they just played recently, you know, what it was, two weeks ago. Um, so mm-hmm. that's that's not going to be an easy game for San Francisco. But, I, you know, I don't know if we call them scores right now. But I, I still like them in that game, but they better come with a hard hand. Um, the Eagles, I think the Eagles are going to have a chip on their shoulder uh, going into Arlington and, uh, you know, um, I think they'll go in there and do what we we normally see with the Cowboys, and the Cowboys drop into a win winning team. You know, they they beat a team with a positive record last week, but um, I don't think that's gonna happen this week. I think they take a big L at home. Um, I ain't gonna call no score yet. We'll probably do it later, but yeah, I think yeah. they're gonna take the L at home. Um, and and going forward, San Francisco is as long as Debo's healthy. I don't see them losing the game because you can't stop them. You know, um, with Debo being healthy, healthy, you got to account for him. So, you know, you can't truly put eight in the box on the stop McCaffrey. Um, it, IU ends up on the island. You know what I mean? So it, it, they go with how Debo goes. As long as Debo stays mm-hmm. healthy, they, I don't see them losing another game, to be honest. Um, and, and I'm not that high on San Francisco. I'm just calling it what it is. It's, it's Debo. I love Debo. Um, the Eagles, I think they got to stop with the run of the mill. They're just going through the motions. They, I think they need to play with a little more, uh, you know, especially on the defensive side. I mean, you see the line trying to work, but, you know, that, that back end ain't, you know, I don't know, man. I mean, sometimes they did, but, but majority of the time is they getting beat back there. So, um, I think they need to play with a little more. A little more, uh, you know, a little more. Yeah. Um, look, it need to find some motivation somewhere because it feels like they're just expecting to win, expecting to be there, you know. Right. In the end, and you know that that's that's a uh, that's a uh, a recipe for disaster. 
For sure, man. For sure. And if you'd have told me, if you'd have told me about you know six, seven weeks ago, when before the Forty ers started to, you know, when they first started to lose their, uh, their, their, uh, their, their, went into that losing streak, and you told me, well, we need Debo, you guys need Debo in order for, you know, that offense to go in order for you to win, I, I would have told you you were out of your mind, man. I mean, not just UK, but anyone who have said that. But I, I believe, and I said it during that stretch, and after they, after they came back. After that three-game losing streak, and then they went in into Jacksonville, and Debo came back. Trent Williams also is a, is a major factor in it today as well. So let's not, you know, let's not take take him out of the, the equation because he's he's crucial as well uh, to provide the blocking and and the things that he does downfield. You know, when he when he's pulling. But if you'd have told me Debo was the difference out, it's like, nah, it doesn't really matter who's there. We'll just find somebody to step in for him, it, you know, just to be the next man up mentality. That's what I would have told you. But I believe that you're right. You're right, Kay, and anyone who else who says that, that Debo is the engine that makes this offense go. You're absolutely right. And all the analogies that you use to describe uh, Debo is spot on, man. He's what they need in order to be successful. I, I truly believe that as well. But, Jay, uh, what, what say you about this game, yeah, man, there's not a ton more to say. I, I agree with what with, with you guys said. Um, man, obviously, if you're the 49ers, you got to come out of that thing feeling really good. And I think if you're an Eagle, you got to be concerned, man, because it's not like it was a fluky game. It's not like it was like, oh, we turned the ball over, or oh, we got some bad calls against us. They just got dominated, man. So I think that's got to be concerning for Philly. And if you think about it, man, San Fran didn't even do anything in the first quarter. Like if they came right. out playing in the first quarter, they might have hung half a hundred on the Eagles. So I don't know, man. And, and for San Fran, if you think about it, I mean, everyone pretty much agrees that the three best teams in the NFC are Dallas, Philly, and San Fran. You put them in the order you want depending on who, who your team is. But – Sam Fan can say, look, Dallas, we kicked your ear on in when we played you. Philly, we did the same thing to you. So, I mean, if you're Sam Fan, man, you got to be feeling great. Uh, Eagles, man, K-Walk, you know, because we've been talking about it. I've yeah. always kind of had a little question mark next to you the did. Eagles. I know they've been winning. They've been winning close games. And I've always just felt like something was off. And obviously when they came up against a good team this weekend, we, we absolutely saw that there's some things that they need to get fixed. Yeah, uh, for sure, Jay. I mean, I mean, I mean, great stuff there, man. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I agree with everything you said. I mean, just pretty much you're just you know piggybacking on an echo and everything, and then throwing a little more in there. But I, you know, I just hope we don't see the same thing that we from the 49ers that we saw in the, um, you know, that we that we we saw you know going into the I mean after the Dallas game, you know where they came and kind of you know feeling themselves a little bit too much. I think they'll be all right. I think you know they're a product of their experience. You know, I think they'll they'll learn from those mistakes. And and to your point, Kay, um, yeah, the the the, the Seahawks is a, a rivalry game. They understand, you know, what what's at stake. They still have a lot to play for. That number one seed is still right out there for for them to you know to to, to get. And they're they're focusing on that. And they're not going to fall. I don't think they fall back on into that mode. You know, as long as they stay healthy, man, I don't think they fall back. And I think that was the main thing is that they they weren't healthy. And you know, they weren't healthy at that during that stretch. So as long as they stay healthy, they'll they'll, they'll it'll be business like mentality and uh, for uh, for for the 49ers, and I think they go out and they handle business. I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout or anything like that, because I think you're going to get the best from everyone that the 49ers play from here on out, uh, for sure. Want to get um, 
our good buddy Ship here, man. I, I know our good buddy Ship um, is uh, been, been holding for a minute. Appreciate you, man. I know you want to talk about. It. I know you're in for the most part for the college football uh, playoffs, but I want to definitely dive into that after Dr. T comes on because you know Dr. T is going to provide some insight, and I want to leave the rest of the show for the majority of the show for that talk. But Ship, nonetheless, thank you so much for joining us, brother. How you doing this evening? Great. Hey, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? Doing well. Doing well. All right, man. Um, I mean, the I I I got I got to give the Forty Nineers credit. I mean, they 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 bullied Philly, and you know the the thing about it was you saw it coming. Philly was it they were surviving every week, you know, pulling out a game. And um, I, I told you before, when the Forty Nineers are on, you can't beat them, you know. But I, but I will have I I will put this out there. Let's see what happened when it's money ball time. Because yep. I just think I think um, they picked up Shaq Leonard. I think that's only going to bolster the Philly Phillies defense or whatever. So they know after what happened Sunday, they're going to have to go back to the drawing board and fix a lot of things and get uh, get get themselves together. Now I, I I've been seeing uh, you know on social media people saying that the Eagles bench Jalen Hurst, and I'm like bench him for who? You know what? Like who are you going to put in there? You know, um, but. Yeah, I, I just think it's you know they just got to go back to the drawing board, and you know I still don't think Dallas is a threat. I, I really, really don't. Um, I, I, I just I think Dallas beats up on those little teams and they look good, and you know, and I, I just think it, it'll happen again, just like the past few years. They'll they'll get in the playoffs and lose in the first round. Oh, we got we, we got a couple of uh, callers right now that are cowboy fans, but I know you're not afraid of them. You're a Steelers guy, so you're not afraid of those cowboys. But e, I, I got to go back to you, brother man. And and now we you know before before we uh, you know get Dr. T on and we talk college uh, college football is I you know let's let's preview a little bit. I want to actually I want to talk about your your Saints. Um, e and what they're going through and that game against the uh, you know uh, the game against the Lions. What's um, you know your thoughts and opinions on the state of uh, of your Saints that game uh, against the Lions and how do you see the uh, the Saints faring this week? Uh, they they have the uh, the Panthers. E, I, I gotta say, if they don't win this game this week, man, I think there's gonna be a, a lot of people aren't key cards aren't gonna be working on Monday. But what's but what say you about your your team here? Wait for E to come on. All right, just got. Looks like. Um, oh my bad, I was on mute. I no, said, you good? Um, key, key cards should already have been deactivated <laughs> um, because our offensive coordinator and our head coach are horrible. Now I did see what Jameis is getting to start this week. We should be able to beat Carolina, but our season is over. I told you, AK forty one and Chris Olave mm-hmm. have entered the transfer portal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that man, and I didn't want to comment on it because I, I wanted to wait for uh, for the show uh, uh, to do that uh, uh, for sure. So um, good stuff there. I do believe we got uh, Doctor T. Is Doctor T on right now? Eight three oh oh eight. Is that Doctor? That's Doctor T, correct? Uh, T. No, Doctor okay. T is eight eight one seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay. All right. So with that being said, yeah, I have to. I have to say that. Yeah. You know, the this game is. It has to be. You know, any game at this point, it's a must-win game for them, um, for sure. So um, I can't see them losing this game. E. It's a must-win game uh, for them. 
uh, for sure. So right, right, right now, ladies and gentlemen, because we just got, I just got word that Dr. T is actually still a patient right now. So we're going to get him on later. So what we're going to do is we're going to push this uh, college football talk up uh, just a, 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 real quick. But before we do that, E, I want to talk about, I want to, um, I want to spotlight. Um, this Sunday's game, and that's the, uh, the the Eagles and Cowboys. That's the big game right here. And I have to ask you, it's kind of a three-part question here. Is, uh, who wins the game? All right. Also, um, who needs to win more, and who has a bigger game, Dak Prescott or Jalen Hurts? Your thoughts on, your thoughts on that? Well, I think this is Dallas' Super Bowl because you know how Cowboy fans are. So, mm-hmm. But I think the Eagles need it more just to – you know, show their dominance. Uh, is the game in Dallas or at the link? The game, the game is at AT&T Stadium in Texas, so it's in Dallas. Yeah. I still think Philly wins because, like Chip said earlier, Dallas only beat up on mediocre teams. But um, it's going to be a good one. But Jalen Hurts will have a better game than that Prescott. Okay. All right, good stuff. Kay, what, what, what say you about this game? So, yeah, I agree. I think uh, the Eagles will come in a little more motivated, um, you know, after taking that loss. Um, And as I said earlier, Dallas really hasn't beat anybody with a running record other than Seattle. So um, I got the Eagles in this game, too. I got them big, actually. Uh, Eagles by 21. Oh, wow. Okay. Jay, I'm gonna save you for last because you're a cowboy guy. So I'm gonna save you for last. Uh, but shit, what 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 say you uh, about this game? And uh, you know, who needs it more, man? And who's gonna who's gonna take it? Well, you know, it's, well, I think what Dallas is one game back now. So this is this is Philly need really needs to win. I think I, I I think Philly needs to win it more. I mean, I think Dallas is a shoe in for a wild card. But I, I I'm I'm with I'm with K over there. You got to date. Um, Philadelphia has to show some kind of uh, rebirth or whatever, or they got to show mm-hmm. some type of motivation. You know, they can't. They realize they can't go through. You know, just keep going through the motion and keep hoping that you gonna. You know, they gonna win at the end or whatever. They got to. You know, they got to get out there and start uh, pushing the ball down the field. Um, I still don't think they're using the receivers enough to me. Um, but I, I just, I just think Dallas is. And don't get me wrong, C.D. Lamb. Is a whole different beast right now. The dude is on a on a different on a different level, and 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 it is. But if I think if Philadelphia can shut down Ceedee Lamb, um, Dak has to go to somewhere else. Even though the, the tight end, um, I, I forget what his name is, but he he Ferguson. he he's starting yeah he's starting to show up. He's starting to show up on the stat line a lot a lot. He's he's becoming a threat. But I I just think I just think what like what Special Case say you Philadelphia has to win they got I, I think they have to win the game because they 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 got to get a um they they first of all they got to get that forty nine foot out their mouth or whatever yeah. so that's definitely got it's definitely got to happen this weekend I'm so I'm going with Philly. All right, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, let's tell you about this because you know, right now Philly, right now they seem like you know, you know, they they escaped that 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 Bills game. A lot of people saying they should have won that game. Uh, the Bills should have won that game, and then obviously the Forty ers And now the Cowboys are coming in here right now, and the Cowboys are hot, and Cowboys are are riding high. Dak Prescott right now, they look like the best. Where you know, right now they're the hottest. 
arguably the hottest offense in, in the game right now. Um, they're playing at home. It's a Sunday night game. Um, all, I, I mean, it, it might, you know, I might break the record as far as viewers go, but it seems like that's a week-to-week thing depending with these teams. But, Jay, what say you? Um, you know, you're a Cowboy guy. I mean, take it away. How do you feel about this game? I actually think the Cowboys win this one, man, and I'm and I'm not just saying that because I'm a seasonal Cowboys fan. Like when, when you look at it, K. Walk, the Cowboys have played extremely well over the last few weeks, and think about it. Even when they played the Eagles in Philly, it was a very competitive football game, and Dak played extremely well in that game, also, man. I just think at home, Dallas gets the edge, and I know everyone's saying like Philly needs it more. But if Dallas wins this game, like the division is back in play for the Cowboys yeah. if they can win this game. So Dallas needs it just as much. I think they get the win. And I also think Dak's going to outplay Jalen Hurts, only because I don't think Jalen's healthy right now, man. We see him yeah. kind of gimping and limping around. And when that yeah. Cowboys pass rush starts getting after you, man, if, you, if you're not able to move and protect yourself, it could be a long day. So I like Dallas. Side note, though, McCarthy did just have appendix surgery today. Normally, as a head coach, I'd be like, okay, he's the head coach, how big, but he's also the play caller. So is that going to affect them offensively? We'll have to wait and see. But I like Dallas, man. Yeah, good stuff there. Yeah, it's an acute, it's a, a, a acute um, appendixitis. So they're saying that he should be ready to go on on, um, on Sunday. I, you know, I've never had my appendix out, so I don't know how that feels after you have it out. But um, nonetheless, I, I agree with you. I think I think the, the Eagles need this game more more than the Cowboys do, and I'm gonna say why. I'm gonna tell you why because the 49ers right now they're 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 rolling. They have a, a Seattle team who they're familiar with, who they've beat recently. I know Kay said that you know that you know you can't, it's hard to beat teams. Pretty much, as he alluded to, it's hard to beat two, uh, the same team in, in the same year, same season. But I think the 49ers get it done. And with that being said, if the Eagles, uh, if the Cowboys were to win this game, that means that they fall to third, meaning or in the third or maybe even fourth. I don't know how what the what the head-to-head record is or how it goes with the Eagles and the Lions if the if the Lions were to win. But if the if the 49ers were to uh, win and the Cowboys were to win, the 49ers move up to number one and the Cowboys move to number two. So I think it's a, it's a bigger game for I think it's a must-win for the Eagles, especially coming off of the way that they played in the last two games, again, against the Bills, uh, against, uh, you know, even the Chiefs game, you know, and a lot of people said it was, it was, this is the gauntlet of their, of their uh, schedule, meaning the Eagles. Um, so we'll, we'll see how they bounce back. But I do as well. I agree with you, uh, Jay. I think the Cowboys get it done Sunday night, and I think a lot of people want to be starting to question, you know, the Eagles uh, team. And, and we all seen that, you know, during, you know, trying times, doing adversity, the the Eagles they they'll, they'll they'll bark at one another. They'll bark at one another. They really will. They'll they'll show it on the sideline. They'll have no problem with hiding it. I guess that's just brotherly love or whatever you want to call it there in Philly. But nonetheless, um, I agree with there with you there, Jay. So I'm, I'm going um, I'm going Cowboys as well. All right, let's grab our next, let's grab our first break here, ladies and gentlemen. When we come back. It's on. It's on. It's the college football playoffs talk, and we got two Florida State guys who got a lot to say. I have a lot to say. We all do. And then we're going to bring in our CEO as well, 
Princess Cooper, who also has a lot to say. This is going to be great. I can't wait. Got my popcorn ready. Let me, during the break, I'm going to grab my bag of popcorn, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to enjoy this so much. All right. Again, ladies and gentlemen, it's Sports Talk with K Walk and E Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Hey guys, this is Jaquan J. Kelly, a.k.a. Jamel Arif, Master Killer of Wu-Tang and American Saga on Hulu. You're listening to Sports Talk with K. Walker E. Scott. They're taking a quick break, and they'll be right back. At Vintage Labs Collection, we are a multifaceted team of medical professionals dedicated to delivering the best quality products to patients. Our mission is to deliver the best supplement and patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. Chat with our consulting pharmacists by visiting our website at www.vintagelabscollection.com. Supplements are not highly regulated, but Vintage Labs holds the standards higher than most. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to Sports Talk with K. Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us uh, before the break, we're just recapping uh, week 13 and uh, previewing, uh, you know, week 14, giving our thoughts and opinions on that Dallas and the Eagles game. But um, you know what? We have a, a great panel of, of guests here, callers in, who have um, just spot on knowledge, just spot on insight uh, as far as this college football uh, playoffs um, has, that has taken place. Um, if you've been living under a rock, ladies and gentlemen, um, you know, before I get started, ladies and gentlemen, let me just real quick, let me just give a, a shout-out to the uh, and uh, thoughts and prayers to the victims of uh, UNLV, uh, three victims there uh, in an active shooting. Uh, their suspect is uh, pronounced deceased. Uh, there's three victims. There are three victims. Uh, the injuries or the severity of their injuries have not been um, have not been announced as of yet. But nonetheless, from Sports Talk with K. Walker and E. Scott, our thoughts and the prayers go out to those victims and their families uh, uh, for sure. Um, all right, but uh, yeah, let's just get right back into it. College football um, playoffs. So we got number one Michigan. 
number two, Washington, E, number three, Texas, and number four, Alabama. Uh, and then five looking out, uh, looking from the outside looking in, or as we like to call it, we got FSU, Florida State, and Georgia looking uh, looking on the um, from the outside, E. Um, your thoughts and opinions on this, E. A lot of people are saying, especially Florida State University uh, is, uh, fans are saying that, you know, Florida State, Got a bum rap because the Jordan, uh, you know, Jordan Travis, um, you know, went down with that injury. But they won, you know, two two games. A lot of people are saying that, you know, are significant games. One, there was a rivalry game against Florida in the swamp. They won that game, even though they had to go to their third string backup, uh, third third string quarterback. And then and and then the most recent one is Louisville in the ACC championship. Um, e, your your thoughts and opinions. One, did the committee get it right? And if not, how would you have done it? No, the community did not get it right because, okay, I got a question. Are we going with the four most deserving teams? Because if that's the case, then Florida State should definitely be in there. Or are we going with the best four teams? If we're going with the best four teams, then Georgia should definitely be in there. Georgia lost one game to Alabama. They are still one of the top four teams in the country. So I would have had Michigan at one, Washington at two, uh, Texas at three, or Georgia, you could interchange the two, and I'd have mm-hmm. Florida State at four. Okay. Now, let me ask you this, Steve, because with that being said, you know, yeah, I, I think it, the committee's looking for the four best teams. I think that, and that's how you have to look at it. You have to look at the Georgia four best teams. Georgia is one of the best four teams. I agree. AE, I was going in next, and oh, you know my oh, argument. Oh, oh, oh. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you jumped the gun, but, yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm in agreement with you because I, I think that Georgia should be there. I think that Georgia should be there over Texas. And a lot of people are saying, well, this is the, the you know, this is the criteria that they have to meet. You know, you have to be undefeated. You have to, you know, win a, a Power Five conference a championship in order to in, in order to you know, to be in that conversation. But in my opinion, you cannot tell me, ladies and gentlemen. And I and I believe, and I'm basing this question. I mean, I'm basing this uh, this, this comment and, and and my feelings on this because I believe it's about the four best teams in the country. The four best teams in the country, and I believe the four best teams in the country, you can, you can put them any way you want to, is Michigan, Washington, Georgia, and you can put Alabama in, and, and Alabama in there as well. I do believe Alabama, the way they have come on and the way that they played in that, that, AC, I mean, that uh, SEC championship against Georgia um, belongs there. No, I don't, be, I don't believe FSU belongs there because they're not the same team. And you can't tell me that they're better than any of those teams in front of them. Believe it or not, FSU shouldn't even be number five, in my opinion, and barely being in number 10. You cannot tell me there are five teams in this country that are better than Georgia just because they, just because they lost to Alabama. You cannot convince me. You cannot, and you, I don't care what type of argument you make, you're not going to convince me there are five teams, four teams, let alone five teams, that are better than Georgia, than better than Georgia because they lost to Alabama. All right, I'm going to bring up one more game. I'm going to bring up one more team here, Oklahoma. The reason why I bring up Oklahoma is Texas beat Alabama. Yes, I, I get that, on their home, on their home, in their home field. But Texas lost to Oklahoma. Ladies and gentlemen, after Texas lost to Oklahoma, they, next week they barely beat UCF. University of Central Florida, 31-29. Following week, Oklahoma lost to Kansas, 
38-33. Then the following week thereafter, they lost to Oklahoma State 27-24. So you mean to tell me just because Texas beat Alabama on their home court, that's going to, hurt, that's going to hold a lot of weight. So what about Texas losing to that Oklahoma team who lost two out of the next three after beating Texas? There's got to be some downplay there. There's got to be something there uh, for sure. But um, what I want to do is I want to bring in our, our, our CEO here, Ms. Princess Cooper. Um, a lot of people here where she at. I got to bring her in, ladies and gentlemen, because she is uh, our CEO and she's our lady. And we got to bring her in. And she's, she was dying. She was chomping at the bit to, to jump into this. So I want to bring her on. So first and foremost, uh, Princess, thank you so much for joining us. And how are you doing this evening, my lady? I am doing fine. I'm glad that I reached out to you all and said, hey, can I come on and talk college football playoffs? Um, um, you know what, Kevin, this was a perfect storm, and nobody wants to see a young man get hurt. Um, no, and even as a, a lifelong Gator fan, I, I really feel for Jordan Travis. They were on a roll. Um, you know, three years ago, all the, the, the FSU fans were calling for Norville's head. Now he went shopping in the transfer portal and got himself a team in their 13-0. and 0. Um, So it's, I could see this storm coming. And everybody kept saying, watch out for the college football committee. And then Jordan Travis goes down, and I think that's when the, the um, concerns started to really pop up. Um, FSU did not look good against Florida. They did enough to win. They really didn't look good against Louisville um, with their third-string quarterback, but they did enough to win in their 13-0. and 0. But once Alabama – beat Georgia, you knew when you woke up on Sunday morning what was going to happen. And without Jordan Travis, I thought, um, the young man, I thought that they were not going to get in. Now, as a football purist or college football connoisseur all of my life, that's a a travesty, you know, for the committee to go in and come out and say, hey, we don't care, FSU. Um, 13 and 0 doesn't mean anything because right now you're not at full strength. That's a travesty, travesty in its own way. But me, as a petty person and a, and a Florida Gator, <laughs> I stayed home for church to make sure to see that number four <laughs> was not Florida State. And I watched Ship on Facebook all year long. He's rough. He's rough on us us being the Gators, you know, and so he was the first one I thought about. But I thought, too, that they were going to pick the four best teams, and at this time, that's not FSU. But it still is hurtful if I was a a Florida State or Seminole to say, we go 13-0, I don't care who the makeup is. You know, we answered the bell all 13 weeks, and you still Mm -hmm. don't put us in there. But you can see that coming. And if I had a choice in that committee, I don't know if I would have done anything different if Travis was not there. I think I would have done the same exact thing. That's where I am. Go Gators. Uh, and that's, yeah, go Gators, exactly. Yeah, I, I agree, uh, Princess, there for, uh, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I get it. If, it's the, if you're going with the most deserving, you have to put FSU there. I mean, you, you do. I mean, you just do. They, they exactly. deserve to be there. You deserve to be there. But is that what this is about? Is that what the playoffs are about, especially in, in, in college football? I mean, next year it's going to be a different story. We, we, it's going to, but it's going therein to play lies out. the problem, Kevin. I'm, I don't mean to But the no, committee no. has not been, has not been um, consistent in all of this. They they go with whatever the wind blows and whatever fits 
their fancy for the year to get who they want in. Now, I don't know if Alabama put, paid them or if Nick Saban paid them, but you could tell once Nick Saban and Alabama won that they, were, they wanted a different makeup. And I think TCU, at 65 and 7, you know, they can blame some of that on TCU. They did not want to have a team in with not, without their horse at quarterback and to, you know, to do that in their last year. I think that has something to do with it. But you can see yeah. what's coming. Yeah, for sure. And then when you look at it, you know, they felt the pressure. They they heard all of the noise. They felt all of the yeah. pressure. And, and and that being said, you know, they put FSU at five and then put Georgia at six. They could have very well put Georgia at five, you know, put FSU yep. at six. But they didn't do that because they felt the pressure. So I get I get where you're coming from there. But I think that the, the committee got it right. Um, I know we're going to talk about this a little bit more, but I know we have Dr. T on right now. And we want to talk, we're speaking of Jordan Travis, we, um, we want to talk the injury, uh, you know, to um, Jordan Travis, um, you know, Dr. T's time is valuable, so we've got to bring him in right now. Um, so let's bring him in, and then we'll turn over to E. Uh, Dr. T, uh, how are you doing this evening, sir? And uh, thank you so much for joining us. I'm great. Glad to be back. All right. E, take it away, sir. I think he's here. He's oh, no, baby. Oh, uh, e, he might be on mute. Oh. We were talking, me and you were talking the other day, you know, about various injuries and whatnot, and it's a big controversy with the Jordan Travis injury um, because, you know, they're saying that's their reason for messing over Florida State. Um, we wanted to have you on to expound a little bit on the injury and what exactly went down. Okay. So, of course, they're keeping this injury close to the vest. So yeah. the person that I can really think that this injury looks – very similar to is Dak Prescott. Um, okay. When you look at look at his injury, you look at Jordan's injury, and basically what we see is that um, initially when I looked at it, I thought I saw him grab his knee, but then when you look down, you see that his foot is what we call externally rotated; it's away from the body, but his his femur and his tibia are aligned properly. So that took me to. Um, that it had to be a lower lower leg injury, um, closer to the ankle. So when I looked at it and you break it down in slow motion, as he's coming back up, you can see the foot and the, the leg dangle. So what I'm thinking has happened is that he has a tibia fracture with an ankle dislocation. Um, go ahead. Now, is this something he can heal from? Is it career-ending, or is it just like a bunch of rehab? So it, it's not career-ending. Um, and the reason I, I don't think it's career-ending, um, a lot of those times, like, when you saw with him, they immediately got him out. So I'm assuming the first thing they went to do is, is check his arterial areas to make sure that he continued to have blood flow um, to the area and there was no nerve damage. Um, once that's done um, and you relocate the ankle and you set the fracture, um, he's probably just like what most most people have some kind of hardware inside him. So he's probably got a plate with some screws um, to keep the ankle fracture uh, stable for a while. And then at a certain point, he's going to have that hardware removed, and then he's going to start his rehabilitation. Gotcha. So you do think what, – what, what's the timetable on the rehab, you think? Um, we're probably looking somewhere around four to six months for him to return. I mean, the, the great thing about a lot of these times, like when you have a, a fracture, is usually 
um, the, with the mechanism of the body, what we call osteoblasts, they, like, help lay down bone and an osteoclast that helps, like, clean it. Usually when you have a fracture, if everything heals properly, that fracture site is usually, like, one of the strongest areas uh within the bone that's been broken so the chances that could it could it happen again definitely like the way the way he was tackled with the the way the the force of the tackle was it could happen again but can is he just going to be running around running drills and he's going to like fracture his ankle again absolutely not that's not going to happen okay now dr g i know you two are a football fan do you think this injury is what kept florida state out of the top four <laughs> no, I, I don't. I actually think when Alabama won, um, the writing was on the wall. I think I was just listening to your CEO. Everybody knew as soon as Alabama won that game that the SEC was going to represent and, and, and they were going to be gone. Um, that, you know, it, it's one of those things where the SEC football teams, like, you know, um, everybody says, like, you know, that's the that's the number one out of the power five, and you can't. It's hard to, to to beat those teams. So I think like the ACC didn't have enough money to uh, get their team in the playoffs this time. Wow. So yeah. let me ask this to the whole group: Why do y'all think they kept Florida State as high as they did all year? If they knew in the end they were just going to mess over them, do you think they were hedging their bet just in case Georgia won? Yeah, I, 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 I can't say yeah. it, but this this is what I will say. I think with conference realignments happening, I think that it's just going to be a matter of time before you probably see Florida State making a making a move. Gotcha. Okay, well, you got anything for Dr. G? Yeah, actually, Dr. G, you actually answered one of my questions, and that was the uh, the blood flow thing that you uh, you mentioned because I you know when I when I saw it, uh, you know, it, it looked similar to what. Alex Smith went through. We we know that there was Correct. a blood flow issue there, and where, where yeah. he was close to having his leg amputated. But Correct. and also you mentioned that they're keeping this so close to the vest. Why do you mm-hmm. think they're and you and you seem to have diagnosed it uh, you know right away? But what why do you think they're keeping it so close to the vest? In your, in your opinion? Um, I, I I honestly think for for a couple reasons. Um, I think he is a. I think he's he's his draft stock is still kind of high. Um, okay. And I think the less I think the less you know, and the more he can rehab in private and get his agility level and strength level up, so that when he goes to do a pro day or maybe make it to a combine and people look at him, they're gonna mm-hmm. say, "Well, you know what? He can fit into this system, and we're not gonna have an issue." But I think like if you if you give it to him too early and they start playing statistics and going like, well, people that had this injury, uh, they only last, you know, another four years. I don't know if I want to invest that kind of money into him. I think mm-hmm. I think that's one of the reasons that you're keeping it close to the close to the vest. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Good. Great stuff as always, Doc. Um, that's all that I have because he pretty much, you know, as always, he answers it before I, I, I ask it. <laughs> um, but, um, right. but well, Doc, like thank you for coming on. You more than welcome to hang out if you want because we about to get way up into this college football yeah. debate. Because <laughs> um, uh, uh, I know shit got it 4K while he's sneezing over there right now. All so right. yeah, uh, Doc, T, I, I appreciate you for coming on, man. And um, as always. Uh, I know y'all talking about college football. Don't forget them. Don't forget to mention my swag champions while y'all at it now. 
Listeners, man, who are uh, you know are, that, that, that are constantly calling in or listening on you, following us. Can you tell them where to find you, you know, for consultation and things of that nature. Um, yeah, if you want to reach out, find me on Instagram at USA Fan U. Um, any questions that they have, um, they can put it in the in the messaging system. I can get back to them. Not a problem. All right, appreciate it as always, Doc. All right, take care. If we, right, if we don't talk to you. Yeah, if we don't talk to you, have a have a happy holiday season, a happy New Year. All right, we you guys you too. Be safe year. tonight. Yes, All right, like what? All right. Okay. Yo, yo. <laughs> All right, great stuff. That's Dr. T, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, if you're a long-time listener, you know Dr. T always comes in and uh, provides his insight on any major injury that, that, that takes place and, you know, the rehab, you know, what, what, what caused it, you know, what it's like, what the rehab process is like, things of that nature. So always, always a pleasure having Dr. T on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, we, we left off with um, – with Miss Princess Cooper, so uh, we, we're gonna go to our next caller, and then I mean that who came in, and that's that's Kay, man, and, and <laughs> Chip. I know you're jumping at the bit, man. I can feel it, brother. But uh, Kay, what say you about? You know, it's going back to the college football talk, and your thoughts on the paint. Did the committee get it right? Uh, how would you have uh, aligned it um, if they did not get it right? In your opinion? <clears throat> no, nah, they didn't get it right. You know, I All mean, right. it's, uh, from I'm, it's straight fandom, but you know. I don't think that's – I just don't think it was cool, man. Like, you fight all day, all this year to, to do what you're supposed to do. I mean, one of the arguments I got is, uh, what it was, a few years ago, uh, maybe about eight years ago. I don't remember the exact year, but UCF was 13-0. and And the whole argument that they couldn't get into the playoff or whatever was that they uh, wasn't in a power five. That's what kept them out, right? Well, Florida State did that. You know, I mean, Louisville, they wasn't Alabama, they wasn't Georgia, but we still a top 15 offense in, in the nation. We held them to six points. You know, quarterback don't play defense. You know, I think out of all that's left, we have the best defensive line. So, um, to me, uh, Verse would have been the, the, the best player in the playoffs. Um, that, that dude is unstoppable. Yeah, I mean, everybody watched the game. You see how he, he played. Fish stacked this game up. Uh, so, but I mean, as far as the committee, man, no, I didn't. I don't think they got it right. Um, they put three of the top four revenue schools in the playoffs. Um, Texas beat a weak Oklahoma State, who UCF beat. Um, yeah, man, it's 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 sad for the kids. Because uh, you're telling them that one player makes the team, um, which is, you know, everything that coaches coach against. You know what I mean? It's not about a player, it's about a team. But the committee just told them it's about a player. Um, so, you know, and then they're going to try to judge it by what Florida State does in this Georgia game. Um, I don't I don't, I don't, don't think that's fair, man. I mean, because you think that you got kids that's already saying that they're not playing. Um because they're getting for the getting ready for the draft and the transfer transfer portal or whatever the case may be. So, um, but as far as the committee in the playoffs, nah, man, it's it's it should have been Michigan, um, Michigan, Washington, in no particular order, but Michigan, Washington, Florida State, um, and Texas. Um, and I just say luck of the draw, you know, because 
Alabama beat Georgia. They beat Alabama. Um, so, yeah, and then Texas. So uh, that's my quiet spiel on it. <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Yeah, let me ask you this, okay, uh, because you mentioned one player. And you, earlier in, in our talk, in the NFL talk, you said Debo was the, the one player that made the offense go for the 49ers. So why why can't the, the NCAA say this, or the committee, I'm not going to say NCAA, let me take that out of it. The committee say, well, this guy is the difference, is the reason why they're not as good as these other play, these other teams. Why can't they say that? But you can say Debo is the reason why the 49ers aren't as good if they, you know, without Debo. What's, what's the difference? Because no matter no no matter who's out there, you still got to play the game. You know, you can't you can't win on paper on the if shooters and the you know. Travis could have been out there and we got blowed out. You know what I mean? Anything mm-hmm. can happen. You know, you still got to play the game. You know, and they judging saying that uh, you know, Florida State's playing the third string or whatnot. But the third string wouldn't have been playing in the playoffs. You know, he only played started in the in the, in the conference championship because uh, the the second string had a concussion. So you know, I don't know, man. Again, it, it, it's not it's not a one man show. Yeah, I said that about Devo, um, and that you know, as long as they stay healthy, they should go on the field. Um, but everything ain't Devo. You know what I'm saying? He just makes it tick because he opens up things for everybody else. Yeah, but you're talking about. Let me chime in real quick. The difference between what Kay said, when Devo was out, San Fran lost three games. Florida State didn't lose three with Travis out. They still won all of them. Okay, there's a valid point there. Valid point there. But going forward, they didn't put You know, those games that they won without Travis, they weren't Michigan. They weren't Washington. They weren't Texas. They weren't Alabama. You know, they weren't on the schedule. They weren't on the schedule. No, no, but I'm but, right. But I'm but I'm saying after Travis, but, but no, after you can't, Travis you can't went use them. You can't use them in a, as an example, and they're not on sure the schedule. Can. They beat sure the three, three teams that were on the schedule. What are you talking about? Okay, Chip, uh, Chip, you you wanted to go last, right? I'm holding you for last, man. I know you're so Yeah, I'm just I'm just coming because that was a pretty. That was pre- I'm just going off your comp- that your statement you just no, made. No, I understand that. that. I understand that. I understand. That. No, I don't think it is because of the fact that the matter is, you know, they barely beat Florida, and and uh, you you always say Florida is whatever you know whatever adjective you want to use to describe you, Florida. You you are you haven't you got an L. We ended your season, sir. We ended your season. Okay, okay, you ended our season, but the, yeah, but yeah, barely, though, barely though, barely though, barely. I got Florida, lucky. In that. Barely, barely, got barely. Lucky. It's, yeah. it's a W, yeah. L, and a T. Exactly. There's no B. And that's my point. It it's right. no W, L, B, right. and a T. It's but, a W, L, and a T. Y'all got the yeah. L. <laughs> right, but at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, it's the all about. At the end of the about... day, you lost. You lost. Right, no, we did, but it's not about Florida, though. It's not about Florida. It's about Florida State, though. You're talking about Florida State. Well, you, but you brought it up. I'm just saying. I know, but I'm but I'm saying it's all about, you know, you've you got to look at it from a uh, uh, you know, performance standpoint as well. The committee is looking for style points as well. That wasn't very stylish, especially you went down to your third-string quarterback. But let me, before we before we get to you, Ship, I'm, I know you chopped it a bit. But, Jay, um, give me your thoughts and opinions on, on the whole situation. All right, K-Walk, I'm going to try not to be long-winded, but i got a no, lot to good, say, man, because I know, I know ship is waiting. Let me say this, man. I've gone back and forth on this about 100 times, and where I've landed is I think the committee got it wrong, K-Walk, and, and here's why. Okay. We could say, first of all, best. Everybody keeps saying deserving or best. 
Best mm-hmm. is just an opinion. You don't know who's better until you actually play the game. Every talking head, including myself, was convinced that Oregon was going to beat Washington on Friday night, that Oregon was the best team, It did not, except UK Walk. It did not play out that way. But all the experts thought Oregon was the best team. That's right. just an opinion. You don't know until you play. And to me, there's no world where you can put Alabama in over Texas. Like, if the games don't matter, like, if I come into your home, beat you, and then they're going to say you're better than me, then why are we even playing football? Like, there's no world that you can put Alabama in over Texas. To me, Florida State deserves to be in because at some point the games have to matter. Everyone's oh, SEC. The SEC is 7-9 against Power 5 teams this year. Florida State is 2-0 against the SEC this year. And we can say Alabama's great, but you know what? They lost. Georgia, oh, we think they're great? They lost. The one thing Florida State didn't do is lose. Even though it didn't look pretty at times, they figured out a way to win the game. And, and did we just forget that Alabama needed a Hail Mary on 4th and 31 to beat Auburn a week ago? Like, are they really that good? So, to me, I think the committee got it wrong. I would have had Washington, Michigan, uh, Florida State, and Texas put them in the order you want, but those would have been my four teams. And Georgia, like I hear you guys saying there's no way Georgia should have been left out. Why? Like, why? They didn't play a great schedule. The one really good team they played, they lost. Why can't we leave them out? So that's kind of where I'm at on the whole thing. (laughs) You know what? It's funny you said that because of the fact that the matter is, if you look at Georgia, if you look at Georgia and you put them up against the FSU schedule, their, their, their team is better. Their t- that, that talent is better. SEC is better than the ACC. We, we, the A- we all know the, the SEC has a better record against the SEC. Come on now. But they play each other. They play each other. They play each other. ACC was six and four against the SEC this year. Okay, and what teams? Break it down for me as far as what teams play what teams. I guarantee you it wasn't the best teams against the best teams playing one another. I, look, I, I think the that. SEC is really good at the top. I think Georgia and Alabama are really good. But the idea that that entire conference is better than all the other teams, to me it's just not true. Like, I, I just don't. I think they, they have two really good teams. And I don't right. think the rest of their conference is that great. Florida State beat LSU when LSU was ranked number five. Like, when, those yeah, wins have when, to count yeah, for when, something. Yeah, but when they were ranked number five, and what happened after, after, they, after they, lost, they beat LSU? What did LSU do? They tapered okay, off. Okay, this is so going back to my argument George, with Oklahoma. Who, who, is Georgia's best, who is Georgia's best win this year? Like, why are we giving them a pass? Because they've been good the last couple of years. Exactly. All those guys because are in the NFL. Yeah. But it's not the and, same team. Yeah, they were, and then they're one game away from going three, for, for playing for three, three, win, uh, uh, three in a row, three championships in a row. That's but my argument there. The one really but, good team they played, they lost. Oh, my goodness. So, we're, so this is what we're talking We're talking about, so, so right now we're talking about, so you mean to tell me, Jay, you mean to tell me if you're a betting man, you got your last dollar, and you and then and you, you got a gun in your head, and you're telling me you got to bet your last dollar, you would put Florida State before Georgia? But but here's the thing, K. Walk. But here's the thing, K. Walk. Sports isn't about betting. 
Like they earned the Come right on, it's the to eye see test, if, but they but if they earned the right to see test. if they were good enough. Like how no, many they didn't. like not after Jordan? Look, no, 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 no. Okay, well, I no. love the eye test as much as everyone. Wow. You know that. I love using the eye test. But the problem with the eye test is we can be wrong a lot. Like the, we can be wrong with the eye test. Florida State went thirteen and zero. They're in a power five conference, two and zero against the SEC. I think that is enough to put them in the committee. Like, why Alabama? We, we all watched them get a lucky win against Auburn. How come they get to go? Well, you, you guys said because, uh, because uh, they beat Georgia. That was everyone's argument. I said the same thing. Why do they get to go? Everyone said that because Alabama beat Georgia – they they deserve to be there, and they're but they're not, a power five. But to guy. me, but to me, not over Florida State, who's undefeated. That that's that's the only thing I'm saying. Like at some point, the games have to matter. Like if you're just, if we're gonna pick it because we think someone's better, that's a real slippery slope. Okay, let me let me ask you guys this, Jay. I'll stay with you, or anyone could chime in. Other than other than that uh, that LSU game, which they were, I think they were, I don't know what they were ranked. I think they were ranked fifth at the time. Who did Florida State really beat that makes you say? I know you guys want to say, well, they didn't lose, they didn't lose, they didn't lose. Every team but you got, on the schedule. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But what teams are on their schedule? What teams are on that schedule? What difference does exactly. it make? They won. What, what, what difference what does it make? They won. So, so, it's just so, like what Jason said. It's just like what Jason said. It's just like what Jason said. You just ask a question. I'm giving you an answer. Are you going to let yeah, your answer or are you going to just keep talking? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Okay. Go thank ahead. you. Thank you. Jason just told you the SEC is top hit. You got about two or three. And I tell B, I've been telling Biggie these for, for the past, I don't know how many years. If you got, if, 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 the SEC is all that. Okay, let's let's go. Let's 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 look at their schedule. They beat Arkansas. This is Georgia. Beat Arkansas. They beat Kentucky. Everyone beat, on the schedule. Huh? Everyone on the schedule. Okay. Well, 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 don't try to compare um, the ACC schedule to the SEC schedule if you're gonna try to downplay. If you're gonna try to downplay the SEC. So because the SEC is garbage, you ought to know your team is in it. You five and seven. <laughs> Arkansas five and seven. Kentucky seven and five. You have so though. many. The ACC though. has more teams in bowl games than any other conference. The it, ACC it, has more. I'll say this again. They have more uh, bowl eligible teams than any other conference. Now you okay. keep saying you keep saying SEC is not um, the ACC is not better than the SEC. On the football field this year, they work. That's what counts. That's what counts, K-Walk, not what you think. Going into last Saturday, Georgia and all Oregon, just like Jay Jay Collins said, everybody said Georgia and Oregon were the best teams out of there. Both of them lost. Both of them lost. So you can say all you want to who's the best until you put them on the field. You don't know. Oregon was okay. in Vegas was favored by ten points and they lost. They yeah. lost. Well, I didn't see that. So, so, I, I'm, I'm telling you right now what I see. I don't care what Vegas says. I, I'm telling you right now. Washington okay, is the okay. Best, the Forget about what country. Vegas said. They lost. Did you All see right. that they lost? Did you see that they lost? I, I saw Did you Washington. See that they lost? I saw Washington. I saw Washington win. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you just said you don't see that. But you did see that they lost, right? And, with, and my point what is, you, you can't try Oregon? to say, you can't try to, yeah, Oregon. 
Yeah, Oregon but I, I, don't, I don't believe – I know. I, I would tell you – anybody would tell you on the show that I, I had Washington beating Oregon. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking – I'm talking okay. about the experts. Okay. Vegas, everybody okay, said right. Georgia and Oregon <laughs> were the best teams out there. That's what they said. Both okay. of them lost. They both lost. So my point is you can say, oh, everybody said, oh, Alabama and Texas are the best teams and Michigan and, and Washington are the best teams and Florida State will get blown out. First of all, Florida State has not gotten blown out by anybody this year. They haven't gotten blown out by anybody. Matter of fact, they haven't even lost. Now, as a matter of fact, if you want to go back, they have a 19-game winning streak, 19 mm-hmm. games. But everybody's trying to say, oh, they, they, they're not the same team. I watch, and, 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 and I, me, I don't like to go by this hearsay stuff. I look at stats. Florida State's defense is better than Alabama's. Florida mm-hmm. State's defense is better than um, Washington, and Florida State's mm-hmm. defense is better than Texas. Go look okay. it up. No, no, no. I, okay. I, I, I could so, argue with that. I'm not so, going to argue so, with that. So, no. Okay. Now, I'm, I, this, 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 is, this is something I want to say, and, and, and if people don't agree with this, but Michigan is the team that is the weak team in here. If you look at their schedule, if you look at their schedule and look at the offenses they played, I will go down Michigan's schedule. I, will, I can take six, six teams, six. Let's start with the one that they won the Big Ten championship from. The worst offense in the nation. Last. Dead last. Okay. Michigan State, 125. Rutgers, 120. Nebraska, 116. Minnesota, 122. These are the teams that Michigan played this year. And we have them ranked number one. And, and you notice that ESPN never talks about their strength of schedule. They never show their strength of schedule because this is all about the SEC and the Big Ten. They are trying to make this, the, the college football, a two-league, a, a, a two-conference league, the Big Ten and the SEC. If you go down the top 12 right now, say, say we were in the 12, 12, um, uh, 12 team playoff right now, you know how, you know how many teams uh, would be in the SEC and the Big Ten? All of them. Every all these teams now, uh, if, starting next year, every team that's in the top twelve will be in the SEC or the Big Ten, except one, except one, Florida State. This is this is about politics and money, and 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 and, and if people, I, I don't have no problem saying that. I mean, everybody don't want to go against get the get against the establishment. This is about money. This is what who can bring in it's the always most money. Been about money. Yeah, so I wasn't okay, about okay. money. But, but at the but, same but, time, but, but, it makes but, but, sense, though, Shep. Go ahead, Shep. I'll let you finish. And then it I'll, makes then I'll, sense. Then I'll, you need to say it makes sense? It makes sense. Perfect sense to how, Okay, how how does it make sense when you got a 13-0 you you team, you got three 13-0 teams, but instead of you putting the three 13-0 teams, you only put two in, and then you take two lost teams and drop and, and jump the, thir- the other 13-0 team. How can you justify that? Because a quarterback went down? Okay, yeah, absolutely. Not okay, just a okay, well then, okay, so if we were in the NFL, so if we were in the, in the NFL, and that's the NFL different. had a committee. That's totally different. Still, no, 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 Let me finish. No, 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 I'm going to finish because if you had an NFL committee, if you had an NFL committee, then that means Carson, when Carson Wentz went down, 
the Philadelphia Eagles would have been out of it because their quarterback went down and they were not a good team. But guess what? Nick Foles won the Super Bowl with their backup quarterback. Okay. It's ridiculous for people they were already to say, there, oh, this team. Say, say, that, say that again? Yeah. They were, you forgot they were about Ohio there. State. They were Ohio there, State 20, 2014. Ohio State 2014. They, they won their third-string quarterback. Cardell Jones. I mean, it's for, for somebody to sit oh. here and just judge right, ship, the team. Ship, ship. Yeah, I got you, Shep. Let me let me let me turn it over to somebody. Yeah, I think I don't know if Kay or Jay you wanted to say something. Someone wanted to chime in. I was just I, I just got two things to add. I think it was 2014. Uh, Ohio State had the same issue, but they still got in, and that was with Cardell Jones. Remember that he played magnificent, okay, but we because we didn't. Okay, we didn't. Let, 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 let we, me ask you that. But, let, let me ask but we, you guys. We didn't know that. Hold on, I'm gonna add one more thing, and then I I let, I let it go. Um, the top four revenue schools, NCAA, Ohio State, Michigan, Texas, Alabama. I'm going to leave it at that. Okay, yeah, that's, and, and that's, that's what it is. Heard of you that, today. Yeah, and that's what it is. And, and, you know, let me ask you this, guys. Let me ask you this, and anyone can chime in on it. Actually, I'll, I'll come to you on this one, Ian, and I'll, I'll go around the horn. Is FSU plays LSU in the beginning of the season without Jordan Travis. Do they win that game? In your no. opinion, absolutely not. Thank you. I rest my case, man. And and you look at these other teams, and you look at this. You look at Florida State against Clemson. They beat them thirty-one twenty-four. You look at Florida State against Boston College. They beat them thirty-one twenty-nine. Alabama right? beat South I, Florida seventeen. Right, I, I, no, I get that. I get that. But my argument is they played with their Florida starting State, quarterback and barely beat right, Auburn. I get that. Ship, ship. I, I, let, let, let me finish. You, you, you know, this is this is my thing now. So let me let me do my thing. So with, with, with Florida State barely beating Boston College with Travis Jordan. You know, you can't tell me that they would have won that game without George, without George Travis. You don't, George tell, Travis, you don't know that. You don't, don't know that. They won the game. They had well, their quarterback. Okay, well, they won the game. You don't yeah, know that, K-Walk. K-Walk, yeah, you I don't, don't know that. that. But I, I you don't, don't know, know that. that. But, but, but you know what? But, but no, I do know. You don't know I do that. Know, and they won the but game. But I do know. What's in front but, of us is that Chip, 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 They won the last three games, K-Walk. They won the last three games. You can hang up on me all you want to. Just like you said in the beginning, nobody's going to convince you. Nobody's going to convince you. So you might as well just hang up. I mean, I'm three, not hang up on you, they won three games in a row without their quarterback. Yeah, you but I'm saying say they would lose when they won all three. They not only that they I, lost I, before they I, I had the second string and third string quarterback, and they won that. all three. You don't know what you are talking about because you yeah. didn't see a game. You didn't see them play Michigan. You didn't see them play I, Alabama. You didn't see them play Washington. You didn't likewise. see them play any of them. Likewise. You didn't see them likewise. play. So you can't say bro, how they win or they, they lose. Everybody said it was going to be Louisville. They beat them. They beat them. They didn't think you, you was hoping that, that Florida beat them. Come they on. beat you, too, Come in your home. They beat you in your house. Chip, Chip. Chip, Chip, let, let, let me let, let my other guys get in here as well. Go ahead, Jay. Okay, well, I think I think the one thing we could probably all agree on because I I don't I don't think it's as simple as like oh if so and so didn't play would they win that game because I I really like we could say what we think but the truth is like we really don't know and I think if we look back across history and we look at sports. We could find tons and tons and tons of games where teams that everybody thought couldn't do it, they find a way to win. And the thing about football is there's lots of different ways to win football games. 
Like, if your quarterback goes down, you can say, you know what, we got a great defense, we're going to play great defense, we're going to play great specialties, we're going to play field position. Like, there's more than one way to win a football game. And I just think the one thing, we can say Florida State looked ugly winning, but the, the thing that they did that these other one-loss teams can't say is that they didn't lose. And I just think that has to count for something. Because at the end of the day, what I think, like, oh, they could beat them, they could beat them, none of that matters unless they actually play the games. I'm wrong all the time picking games. And I just don't think we should let people rank the teams based on what they think would happen. Because the truth is, we really don't know until the game is played. No, I, I definitely agree there, Jay, and I definitely agree there. You but can't, when you, you look can't at agree. it, you can't agree. You cannot you know agree what, with that. Don't, don't say you agree with that. You because you're contradicting yourself, bro. You are contradicting yourself. You are contradicting. You have done it over and over again. You are contradicting yourself. Yeah, I can't do it with Ship right now because Ship right now, Ship is not listening, and I and I have to mute him right now. So Ship, if you're listening, you're talking to yourself right now, brother. I apologize. Don't mean any disrespect, but this is this is sports talk with K. Walker and E. Scott, not not Ship. Okay. So with that being said, uh, guys, listen, I'm I'm still sticking by my guns right now. I'm sticking by my guns, and I'm saying what I'm saying. We all have different opinions, man. We all have different opinions on this. And if you look at it from from this standpoint, we're all football fans. We all see the eye test. We all know who the best team is. And you can't tell me, I know, deserving, deservingly so, if you're going to base it off of who's to, who deserves to be in, Florida State deserves to be in. But do they deserve to be in because they're one of the best teams in the country? Or do they deserve to be in because they're 12-0, and 0, but they didn't play the top teams in the country? I get what you guys are saying. They haven't lost. I get all of that. I really do, ladies and gentlemen. I really do. But the fact of the matter is I know football. Everyone on this show who's, been, who's chimed in and called in knows football to the highest level of knowledge. And you cannot tell me, regardless of being a fan, that – Florida State deserves to be in the top four. I know you're going to say why because of the fact of the matter is just your team and, and they, you know, they didn't lose to anyone. But the eye test tells you, and that's what the committee based it off of. And, and uh, I can't think of his name, Bo, I think it's Bo, I can't think of his name, came out and said that. Like, listen, our reasoning was because of the fact of the matter is Jordan Travis was not in the equation. It was not in the equation, and that's the reason why Florida State was not in the top four. Surprisingly to me, they weren't in the top five. But, E, what, what say you? Do you have anything more to add on in this? You know, and Chip, uh, if you're listening, man, if you calm down, man, uh, you know, just, just hit me up. I'll bring you back in, man, but I can't allow you to, to try to take over our show. Okay, I'm sorry about that, brother. No, no disrespect. But, E, what say you? No, I think we pretty much covered it all. <laughs> uh, I'm willing to forego any thoughts that I might have. All right, <laughs> all right. Um, let, let me see. Does uh, does does uh, does Tim Moore want to come in here and chime on at all? I know he's been listening. It's Shoshana. Just hit us up in in the chat and just say yay or nay, and I'll bring you in if you want to. So I know can after I ask all. Can I you one question? Oh, of course, brother. Go ahead. I know we're about to move on, but I, I guess my question would be because you keep saying they're the, you know, we're going with the best. We we got you can't tell me Florida State's the best. 
I guess my question is, like, what do we use to determine who's best? Because you know, okay, well, playing sports growing up, like the best team, like if I beat you, I'm better than you. If I win, I'm better than you. If my record is better than yours, I'm better than you. And I think one of the problems with 24-hour, seven-days-a-week sports talk is that we start overanalyzing things and people start finding things to talk about. So then they start saying, oh, well, this team's got a better record, but I think that team over there is better than they are. And it's 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 literally just what people think. So I guess my question to you, because you, you're going with they're not one of the best four, what makes a team the best is my question. Wow, Jay, I, I think what what they've shown, what what, what their what their resume is, man. I think that what, you know when you go out there and you play each and every week with your best, with your best. And you can't tell me Florida State is at their best without their without their quarterback. We we talk about at a nauseum, like you know who's going to be the Heisman, you know who's the MVP. You know it's just, it's just predominantly the quarterback. And you can't tell me if Florida State, who's arguably not even the best five in the country, uh, with with their you know with their starting quarterback, with Jordan Travis, in my opinion, um, you know without him, you can't tell me that they're their best. And that's what makes it the criteria is the, the quality quarterback, running game, and then everything else falls into place. We, we all know that. If Jordan Travis was part of this, uh, was part of this equation as far as the, the playoffs and everything and things of that nature, I say wholeheartedly they belong in the top four. It's no question. I get it. But going forward, they barely beat, they barely beat Florida. They barely beat Louisville. And you're not telling me that, that, that you know, he just disrespected my Gators like, like he was nothing. They're five and seven. They're going home. They're going fishing or whatever. So to you, that's not a quality win. But granted, they won. Granted, they won. But the fact of the matter is, Going forward, they're not going to do. They're not going to be able to get away with that with the Washingtons or with the Georgias, whoever they're matched up. Well, I think they're matched. They're scheduled to be matched up, or whoever they would have matched up there. If it was uh, Michigan, if it was Michigan, I think that's probably where they would have been at, or maybe even three. We don't know where they would have been at if George Travis was there. But I'm just saying, I don't see them beating any of those teams. I don't see them beating Washington. I don't see them beating, uh, you know, Michigan. I don't see them beating. I don't know Alabama. I guess in this case would be the argument because they beat Georgia. So I, that's that's my that's 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 why I'm saying it, uh, Jay. That's why I'm basing it off of it. That's yeah, and I'm, I and I don't and I don't even like. I, I think they walk like if somebody told me to pick the game, like pick Florida State versus Texas or or Georgia, given the fact that they don't have their quarterback, I probably would pick Georgia or Texas or Alabama, whatever. But I I do think. At the heart of sports is earning the right to to see, earning the right to prove yourself, earning the right to say, you know what, we deserve this opportunity. And and, and that's the issue I have with it, that the committee took that away from them. Maybe they lose, maybe they pull off a miracle and win, but I, I just felt like they deserved the opportunity to represent themselves. So that, that was my, that's my issue with it. Yeah, and, and you know what, and, and, and you could put an argument there that, you know, maybe it's about the money. Maybe it's about, but we're going to watch those games regardless. We're going to watch those games regardless, whether it's Florida State against, you know, Georgia, Florida State against Michigan, Florida State against Alabama, whatever the matchup is. We're going to watch those games regardless. You know, it's going to, that money going to be made. Okay, well, What's that? Okay, okay, okay. Let me ask you something real quick. Sure. Um, Georgia, I mean, this Georgia game we've got coming up, 
Um, if Florida State goes into that game and they beat Georgia, now they 14-0. They beat Georgia, who everybody had number one all year. What 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 we say then? If everyone plays and everyone's no no one's sitting at the bowl game and and yeah then then yeah then I then I say then yeah then, then they they had a chance they they should have been in it. But we we know at this point we got a lot of Georgia guys who are, are probably going to go to the NFL and are probably going to sit out the bowl game. Right, maybe so. But if everyone plays and they go in there, you know, you know, focus on winning that game, and saying Georgia goes out there and says we're going to blow out Florida State, our mission to blow out Florida State, and they do, then they deserve to be in there. If 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 Florida State beats Georgia full strength, both teams are full strengths for the most part at this point. Then yeah, then the, your, then your argument is, is right. Then they should have been in there. But you know, that's I, I don't think we can. I don't think we can ask that question, to be honest with you, because I don't think we're going to have a lot of guys who are playing in that in, in that game. That you know, to be honest with you, I think a lot of guys are probably going to get ready for you know for the combine. You know, in, in my opinion, in, in my personal opinion. And I'm sorry, Florida State fans, that you know that's just the way I feel. And again, I stated before we started this this debate is that there's no way there was anyone going to convince me that Florida State belongs in there without without Travis Jordan. There's, there's no way you can tell me that. Yeah, you can say yeah. You can we can use all the arguments that we've heard, but it's still that there's no way you can convince me that they're they're better than any of those other teams. And and Georgia being six, you know, y'all should be lucky I five to be honest with you. No disrespect there, but y'all should be lucky you you know, five. I don't know how how Georgia loses to Alabama and they fall five spots, five spots. You want to tell me you know, you just can't do it. You can't you can't convince me on that. But anyway, uh, let's do this. Uh, let's uh, any, unless anyone whose mics are open right now, um, if you want to continue, if you want to ask, if you have any questions or concerns, I mean, uh, if you have any questions, you want or you want to chime in or whatever, let, let me know now. Or and if not, we're going to grab our next break and then we're going to uh, move, move on and uh, we're going to get into E. Scott's uh, entertainment segment. All right, we're all good there. All right, cool. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, again, it's exactly what I anticipated, ladies and gentlemen. I expected a, a, a heated debate, and rightfully so. This is what makes the show the show. All right, because everyone's allowed and entitled to their opinion, uh, but I can't allow anyone trying to take over E. Scott and then my show here. I'm sorry, sorry, shit, man. You, you're my brother, man. You know, you know, I love you, brother. But I, I couldn't allow that to happen, man. I had to take control of my, 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 my show. All right, so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to grab a quick break when we come back. If you know, you know. If you don't know, stay on your toes. It's that time for East Scott's entertainment segment. Again, ladies and gentlemen, it's Sports Talk with Kate Walk and East Scott. Never had some good sports radio. And E, you want to take it away? Actually, no, you know what? Let's, go ahead. Let's, let's, bring it, let's bring it in. E, let me just go to our break, and then E, you'll, you'll take it away from there. Uh, <laughs> how you do that death? How you do that death? New Orleans, Baton Rouge. How you do that death? Let me get a big Charles. How you do that death? Shreveport, Mississippi. How you do that death? Alabama, Atlanta. How you do that death? Florida, Arkansas. How you do that death? Who that? They want to do that. Entertainment segment is brought to you by. Hey, 
I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. I was on mute there. I apologize. Oh, okay. All right. It is, uh, e. Scott's entertainment segment is brought to you by Vintage Labs, bringing you the best patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. To schedule a consultation with a pharmacist, please visit Vintage Labs uh, Collection at VintageLabsCollections.com. Again, that's VintageLabsCollections.com. Take it away. All right, guys. I got an easy one for you tonight. It's um, rappers, some groups, some solo rappers. I'm going to give you three songs, and you give me the name of of the rapper. Um, Again, I think it's pretty easy. Uh, Let's see. Okay, well, we're going to start with you. Give me a number. All right, give me number one. Nope. Number one. One Love, Friends, Five Minutes of Fault. One Love, Friends. Uh, that's Houdini, final answer. That is correct. Jay, we're going to come to you. Give me a number. E, how many were on the board? I missed that part. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, 18. Okay. Uh, give me number eight. Number eight. Number eight, Heart of the City, public service announcement, excuse me. (laughs) I'm either going to know this or I'm not. The public service announcement, (laughs) I should know, I should know, but I don't know. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to say I don't know. Final answer. So it's okay. It rolls over to you. Hey, man, that's Jay-Z, man. Yeah. Yes, well, that explains <laughs> it to me. I'm a, I'm a Florida boy. I knew that one. Yes, sir. I'm going with an accepted hole, but that is correct. So, you can't give me a number. Let me, um, is, uh, let me see. Uh, is number um, 13 on the board? Yeah, let me get 13. Yes, sir. Number 13. Let me see. Number 13, oh, Daily Double. Ooh. You can risk up to 10. All in. You have five. <laughs> All right. Cream, protect your neck, return oh, to the 36 man. chambers. I'm giving them all 10 right now, 50. Wait, 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 wait. wait. This, is, this is individuals, not groups, right? No, this could be group or individual. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Wu-Tang, 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 Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang clan ain't nothing. Nope. Yep, that is it. <laughs> uh, so, okay, we uh, no, um, K-Walk, where are you? Yeah. Give me a number. Let me see where I'm at here. All right, good numbers. Give me number four. Number four, number four. Elevators, bombs over Baghdad, Miss Jackson. <laughs> Man, if I get that wrong, then you might might quit me. Uh, <laughs> outcast, probably. That that is correct. Jay, we back to you. All right, give me number two. Number two, walk this way. Hard times, uh, it's like that. Jay's favorite right, group. If I, if, if I miss this one, y'all can take my card away from me. <laughs> Run DMC, final answer. Uh, that is correct. Just okay, we on you. Let me get 14. Number number 14. In the club, 
P-I-M-P, 21 questions. You're going to run away with this. You're going to run away with this. Half a dollar. Half a dollar, sign a half. That is correct. That is correct. K-Walk, we're on you. All right, give me number... uh, Give me number 11. Let's see. Number 11. Number 11. Without me, lose yourself, Superman. Uh, Eminem, final answer. That is correct. Okay. Jay, back to you. I'll take number three. Number three, number three. Go DJ, hustle music, fire. Ooh. That's a uh, little Wayne, That's final answer. That is correct. Jay, wow, okay, Jack. There uh, we go. Okay, where are you? Fifteen. <laughs> That's my next fifteen. If I rule the world, major look, never die. I rule the world. Imagine that. That's the king. One of the You know that that guy that played in Belly. You know. <laughs> I move. I'm moving to Africa. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I am. That, 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 that is correct. So she, oh, okay, well. All right, give me number eighteen. <clears throat> number eighteen. Fight the power, can't trust it, shut oh, it down. Oh, man. All right. Public enemy, number one. I mean, uh, follow it. <laughs> that is correct. Jay, we're on you again. Number five. Number five, Daily Double. <laughs> K-Walk has 20. Special K has 25. You have 10. How much you want um, to risk? I'm betting it all. Okay, your clue. Ha, 400 degrees, and she get it from her mama. I didn't hear the first one you said. E, what was the first one? Ha, H-A. That's the name of the song, ha. 400 degrees, and she get it from her mama. Marcia, you know that. Uh, I don't think I do, K-Walk. <laughs> I don't ha. think I do. Um. You- I'm going to have to say I don't know. I don't know. Final answer. Darn it. Uh, takes you back to zero. That you, man. Yeah, juvenile. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have known that one. I wouldn't have known that one. Special K. Let me get 16. I got soul paid in full. I ain't Oh. Group. For my rapper. I, I got so paid in full. What's the other one? I ain't no joke. I know. That one right there. Airbnb and Rockin'. I said that one right there should be. That is correct. Uh, K Walk. Oh, I need that daily double to catch up to K. Where are you at? Where are you at, dude? Give me number 10. Number 10. Party up. Where the hood at? One more road to cross. All right. That's my man, DMX. Rest in peace. Follow him. Earl Simmons. That is correct. Jay, where are you? I'll take number six. Number six. 
Dear Mama, Brenda's got a baby. Me against the world. All right, that's Tupac. Final answer. That is correct. Back on the board, Jay. Special K. Seventeen. Number seventeen. Flashing light. College dropout. Heartless. Ah, uh, that's one of them N words in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would accept that. <laughs> the answer is Kanye West, but I will accept that answer. <laughs> uh, Kaywalk, uh, uh, what you saying, Kaywalk? Uh, I got two, seven, nine, and twelve. No, two, two is gone. Two's gone. Oh, two, oh, two's gone. Okay, I'm sorry. Then I show seven, seven nine, nine, and twelve. And twelve. That's what I'm showing. Okay. Two was one DMC. So, give me my quarterback. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Give, me my give me my quarterback. Number seven. Number seven. Hypnotized, juicy. I got a story to tell. Oh, that's the notorious B.I.G. Silence. That is. That is correct. Jay, one of us was a daily double. We got nine and twelve. All right, give me number nine. Number nine, daily double. Hang it. I'll bet one of you. You can bet up to ten. You're I'll bet ten. One dance, Marvin's Room, Hotline Bling. Oh, come on, Jay. Hotline Bling. I know. That's Drake, right? Final answer. Yeah. That is correct. Such so a case. Last two, gin and juice, murder was the case, in love with a thug. <laughs> Snoop D-O-double-J. <laughs> that is Fine. correct. Good stuff, that bro. is correct. Our final tally, Special K has 20, 30, 40, K-Walk 10, 20, 30. Our winner, Special K, K-Walk, cue the music. Yes, sir. Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something, show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that shit. Mm-hmm, that's that shit. So if you gon' do it, do it just like this. Yes, sir, guys. Um, I see you. We got a lot of time now. Yeah. Um, Kayla, if you want to get back into the NFL, because, um, you know, college has shown to be uh, a very heated topic. So yeah. we'll get to the NFL if you want to. Yeah, yeah for okay, sure. Let me, let, me address, let me address this before we get into that. Sure. I want to put this out to the panel. Email Doka. Would he have done the things he did to LeBron if that were Draymond? And if he did to Draymond, how would that have ended? Go. Who? Email Doka. He he said some disparaging things to LeBron. They got into it on the sideline. Would he have done that same thing to Draymond Green? K. Walt, give thoughts. Uh, you know what? E, I, that's a great question because I, I think he would have, and I, I, because of the fact of the matter is, in the environment that they were in, I I don't think that Draymond would have. Uh, oh, maybe you know you know what? You really can't say <laughs> Draymond. You know you really can't. Um, 
uh, try to figure out Draymond's mindset. But yeah, I don't, I don't think he, I don't think it mattered, man, to who he was talking to. I think he would have found something um, to to get under that person's skin, that player's skin. So yeah, I think he would have said it, man. You know, yeah, that's a great question though, because LeBron has an image, he has a brand, and he has to protect that, and he knows that. Maybe, maybe you know what? I'm gonna retract that a little bit because I don't think he would have. I think maybe he knows that LeBron wouldn't have went after him. He just would have cried to the refs and said, "Oh, he said this, he said that." But Draymond would have just threw all threw caution to the wind and just and just went after him. So I'm gonna retract. Eddie. I'm gonna say no. He wouldn't have said that to Draymond, <laughs> you know. My thing is, that one player to player. I mean, you're a head coach with a yeah. tainted past. You got to lead by example. You can't do that as a head coach. You got to <laughs> let something slide. I think the email was definitely out of line, and he yeah, may sure. have done that to Draymond, but I think it would have ended a lot different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Draymond. Draymond has shown he a choker be. <laughs> for sure, <laughs> for sure. But uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, Jay, you got any thoughts on it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. E, I agree with you. Like, I I agree. Ime was wrong. He shouldn't have did it as a head coach. I I think you probably need to manage yourself a little better than that. But. He does kind of fancy himself as a tough guy. Like, even when he was a player, he was that scrappy, in-your-face, tough mm-hmm. kind of a guy. So I'm not so sure that he wouldn't have said it to Draymond. I do think so. <laughs> and, and, you know, I do think some of the people throughout the league might look at LeBron, even a greater player as he is. I think a lot of people probably view him as a little bit soft. So it was probably easier to say it to LeBron. But I don't know, man. I, I think he may have said it to Draymond, and then, then who knows how it would have went after that. But he may think he's tough. Whether he is or not, maybe one day we'll find out. But he thinks he is. So, okay. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I don't think he would have said it to Draymond either because uh, <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It, it, I guess it depends on timing because, if we later in the season, I don't think I think Draymond is, you know, he may take more caution to his actions depending on what his techn- technical foul count is. Uh, so timing will play into that. But uh, you know, on a, on a regular basis, uh, you know, all things all things go. No, nah, I don't think he say that. I don't, um, no, not to not to Draymond. And up in the fifth row. Uh, uh, guys, are we are we giving Draymond credit for being a tough guy? Because I kind of think he's a fake tough guy. Like, I, I I, I, are we giving Draymond too much credit? I think Draymond is like Stephen Jack. He's just gonna ride for for his team. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think he he's looking to be a bully. I mean, he plays plays rough. But I don't think he's trying to give off that image. I think that's just the way he plays. And when it comes to altercations or whatever, he just he's just being that 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 X factor for his team. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and, yeah, and not only that, yeah, every time you see him in altercation, he always seems like he's waiting for someone just to just to, a bunch of people just to jump on him to break it up. And you know, he don't really give it anyone to retaliate. You know, from his act, especially <laughs> in the whole thing with the, the Rudy Gobert. He just holds on to him and choke him up until everybody grabs on him. Even the thing with the uh, the Jordan Poole thing, and, and you know, you know, last year in, in, in training camp, you know, he hit him. He didn't, you know, Jordan Poole didn't see it coming, and then everyone just dove on him at that point. So I think that's what Draymond looks, he's looking to do. He 
he'll hit first and just hope everyone just jumps on top and breaks it up before he really gets into it. But I want to see someone, you know, one time he'd do that to, to, to someone and, and everyone just says, okay, you know what, back it up, back it up. Let him fight kind of like that, you know, Rocky Five, you know, when Tommy Gunn and Rocky were fighting in the streets. I want to see something like that, if you will. Back it up, back it up. But, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, no, that was all here. Okay, well, we can get back into whatever you want to get into. All right, yeah, I mean, I, um, I want to talk a little bit of NIL. Can we talk NIL? Is is that okay to talk to NIL? Is that, is sure. that good? Because I want to talk about that, and and the reason why I talked about it because it was brought up in our in our in our um, never had it so good sports radio um, uh, 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 thread that we have, and, and and a lot of people chimed in and made some um, valid points. As always, E, I'll start with you on this one. Is you know, is this right now? Is this is this out of hand? Is NIL out of hand? Because it seems like a lot of because we talk about transfer portal as well. Because you have to. They, 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 they both go in together, go into one another. You know, they they go into one another. NIL transfer portal because without the NIL, there's no transfer portal, and likewise, in my opinion. But if you look at it and it's saying like, well, if this NIL deal doesn't work for me, if we can't get this deal done, then I'm entering the transfer portal. Does the NIL a rule if there is one? Does it need structure? And if, if, it, if it does need structure, when will we see that structure kick in, and kick in, if you will? I think what will fix this is the schools start revenue sharing all the money they're making because NIL is not revenue sharing. That's a separate string of money. Yeah. Because right, right. now kids are just chasing the bag. You just start right. quarterback at Ohio State. Why in the world would you enter the portal? You're chasing the bag. Right. So, yeah, yeah, I do think it, it, it needs some structure. But, again, mm-hmm. if the school, the NCAA, would do some revenue sharing, then you could get this back under control because right now it is absolutely out of control. A thousand kids in the portal, that's crazy. We ain't got a thousand. Yeah, go ahead, Kay. Three, go ahead, Kay. Three 3,000 kids in the portal. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Um. So as far as the NIL, I don't think the NIL so much is the problem as as, as much as the transfer portal itself. Okay. Uh, you know, kids don't want to sit and wait to play no more. You know what I mean? They don't right. want to grow behind another quarterback. They want to play now. So um, I think that's more of the problem than the money. Um, the money is a problem as well. But I think just kids not wanting, not willing to sit and grow is a problem. Um, did I didn't I hear DJ Ungerlay transferring again? Like, yeah, what am I missing? Exactly. You, know right. you, you got the strong quarterback at Ohio State in there in the portal. He ain't sitting behind nobody. He ain't waiting. He chasing the right. bag. Great point. Go ahead, Kay. Finish your point if you if you haven't already. No, that that, that was it. You know, it's just you know, it's too too many too many play nows. Um, DJ Ungerlay, he's transferring again. He was a starter. Um, the quarterback from Ohio State's in the portal. Um, the, the quarterback from Oklahoma that transferred from UCL, he's in the portal again. Um, you know, and then, you know, what happened to Florida State is causing a lot of this as well. I think this plays into yeah. it as well because kids are feeling like, oh, well, I got to go play for these schools if I want to play for a championship because if I'm over here, they're not going to let us in. You know, so I think that played that played into this year as well. That's three thousand kids in the port. That's ridiculous. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, and you, you have to look at it. And you know, some of these some of these schools right now and their, their records and things of that nature play a lot of uh, play a lot of uh, part into it. You know, like Colorado, we see Colorado. A lot of guys, you know, who follow uh, Coach Prime to Colorado are now separating themselves from uh, they're departing from uh, of, uh, Coach Prime. But Jay, what say you about the the NIL right now? Is there is, is there um, does it need structure? And if there if there will be any structure, how you know how soon in the future do you see uh, it happening? I guess I feel a little bit differently about it, K. Walk, because I think the old way was like way out of balance for the teams and the universities. And now, like, Pandora's box is just wide open. But I'd rather it be this way than the old way because I think the players should be able to get their hands on some of that money. Like, the Big Ten signed a $7 billion TV contract. Like, the kids need (laughs) – they need some money, man, with, with all that kind of money being made. So I'm okay with it. it. You're right. It probably does need some structure, but I'm fine with it the way that it is right now. And then, like, with, with the transfer portal, man, like, yeah, a lot of kids are jumping in because they're looking for opportunities and all that. But some of it, too, man, is, like, coaches are urging kids to get in. Like, look, I don't know that we really, we're, you're really ever going to play here. You might want to look elsewhere. Like, the quarterback at Ohio State, Ryan Day, told him, hey, man, next year it's, it's going to be an open competition. I can't guarantee that you're going to be the guy. DJU, his coach left. He's the head coach at Michigan State now. So he's like, well, my coach left. Maybe I should go with him or find somewhere else to play. Same thing with the quarterback at Duke. So I think, it's, yes, it's a combination of guys chasing the bag, but it's also um, coaches jumping around and, and players wanting to follow their coach as well. Yeah, Jay, and how do how does the NCAA does it does the NCAA have to jump into this? Who jumps into this and says, "Okay, enough is enough. Okay, this is this is getting out of control. This is getting out of hand." You know, when, you know, you know, um how do they handle this? How do you put a cap on this, if you will? How do you Make block it? it? Okay. Okay, good stuff. You don't, Jay, what's you don't, you? You don't you, Okay, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Since you chime in, go ahead. Go ahead, okay. You you don't lose eligibility. You don't lose eligibility, but you have to sit a year. So you maintain whatever you got left, year, two years, whatever the case may be. You maintain that, but you got to sit a year. I think that'll put a cap on it. Yeah, for sure. Jay, go and, and go ahead, Jay. Hey, you. Yeah. Okay, well, there probably needs to be something done. I, I don't love the idea of making guys sit a year because – yeah. It just feels a little unfair to me. Like, the coaches don't have to sit a year when they go get paid. Right. I, I don't know why we would do that to the players. It does create a situation where it's the wild, wild west. I, I agree they have to figure something out, but I think they got to figure it out in a way where it's not punitive to the players. Like, the players right. need to have the freedom to, to move because, let's face it, a lot of times these coaches are lying to players just to get them in yeah. the door, and they're, they're telling them it's going to be one thing, and then you get there and you find out it's something else. I think yeah. you've got to have that freedom to move. And the other part of it, too, K-Walk, as you well know, like most of those guys playing college football, the overwhelming majority of them are not going to the NFL. They're just absolutely uh, not. Yeah. So – 
I think you got to go where you think you can play. Like, you got to go and enjoy the experience of actually playing football because that NFL career for most of them is not going to be a reality. So I don't know, man. I, I think it is a little bit out of hand, but I, I don't yeah. really have a good solution to fix it because I, I want the players to have as much freedom as, as they need. Yeah, I mean, great points there. And, E, I want to ask you this question. With that being said, because Jay made some valid points, as, as Kay did as, as well, is if you had all of these these these, these players change for this NIL money, and, you know, right now maybe the the, uh, the goal to get to the, um, the NFL or the motivation to get to the NFL is not the same as it was back in the day when they weren't getting this NFL, I mean, this, uh, this uh, NIL money. Now maybe these, some of these guys just say, you know what, I don't need this money. I'm not going to taper off, and I'm not going to work as hard. I'm not going to dedicate myself enough because I got this NIL money. Do you see it? Maybe that's what Tom Brady's talking about as far as where mediocrity is falling to the NFL because you're not going to get those same dedicated, those same motivated, uh, motivated players that's coming out of the uh, out of the college because they're not because they have those NIL deals because we all know that the majority of these guys are going into it because of the money. But what say you about that? That's tough to say, K-Walk, because if you look at it, this new generation is built so right. much different than we were built. Right. For example, if you look at Zach Wilson, Zach, there's a rumor down the machine that the report, Zach Wilson said he didn't want to play for the Jets. I mean, right. because, you know, you would never get that. Money not cut off his finger to go back into the game. You would never get that from old school guys. But you could have a valid point because these these new kids, dog, they built a lot different. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and and, and Kay, what, what say you about that question? Because you know we we've seen you know these so you know a lot of these players right now. When you you see like certain players and you know certain teams and then you know right now these NIL guys just aren't aren't you know aren't motivated. In my opinion, they just want to go out there and transfer as many times as they possibly can to chase those NIL deals. But what say you about that same question I posed to uh, E? So, so as the kids say, I don't want to, I don't want to be that old guy. You know what I mean? However, <laughs> uh, right? You know, but you know, he is, he is right. These kids are built different these days. But you know, they get in the bag at a way higher rate than we was getting it. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's <laughs> on that standpoint. It's like a, it's like a give and take, I guess. You know what I'm saying? It's evolution. Um, you know. Uh, we we argued for years that the kids in college should get paid. Now they're getting paid, and we're kind of looking at it now like, no, 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 hold up, this is not going right. So I mean, it, it, it's it's out of control, yes. Um, however, um, I'm, it's it's what it is. You know what I mean? I can't be mad at these kids getting money because uh, you know, looking back on it, I remember the kid from UCF before the NIL deal. Um, he had to leave the team because he had so much of an image. You know, he wanted to do his YouTube videos or whatnot, and the coach at the time didn't want him to do his YouTube videos. So he right. left the team. Now, look at him now. You know what I mean? He's yeah. huge on YouTube. You know yeah, what I mean? great so, point. Great point. Um, so I'm, I'm not mad at these kids getting money. I just wish they uh, still had the love for the game, the actual game, as – I'm going to say the old school. 
All right, that, I mean, that's a great point, and I don't want to take that away from him by any stretch. So by, by me saying that, I was, just, I was just proposing a question, to be perfectly honest with you. But, Jay, what say you, you know, about the same question? I'm pretty sure I know how you're going to go with this, but uh, for our listeners, what, what say you? No, uh, I, I agree that kids nowadays are definitely built different. And, and, and us, at, at our age, we look back on them and we think there's, like, a, a certain level of baseline toughness <laughs> that maybe they lack, yeah. right? Yeah. And our generation yeah. was just different. We were hard-nosed. We were committed. Like, we would run through a brick wall if we thought it was going to get us where we needed to go. So they're not like that. But the thing I do think about this generation is they look at things a lot differently, man. They They may be a little bit smarter in the way they approach things because – if I let's say if I'm a quarterback in college football and somebody's going to pay me a million to a 1.5 million dollars a year to play college football, yeah. I'm going to do that as long as I can, Facts. make as much money as I can, and then maybe well, I don't have to go to the NFL and get beat up <laughs> for 10 years, you know? Like so, I just right. think I just think look, I know if it was like this when I was at Penn State. And Michigan called and said, hey, we got a half a million dollars for you to come to Michigan. I would have been there. And then the next year, if Ohio State called and said, hey, I got 750000 for you to come Preach. over here, I would have been there. I'm sorry, but Preach. your chance to make money in this game is so limited. I don't blame these kids for chasing the bag and getting as much as they can now because there's just no telling what's going to happen. So, I, yes, they're different, but – I, I can't blame him, man. Yeah, I can't blame him uh, either, uh, Jay. I, I, now you look at it there, just in that aspect, and I'm thinking like you know when you look at all of these these the, when you go when you go through the recruiting process. I'm just just going back, but I, I'll save that for another. Day. I can get a long winter on that, so you know I, I won't go there though. But yeah, you're absolutely right there, Jay. You know it, it's a different ball game there. And I just want to know. I just, I'm just curious to know. If these these young kids right now, I know they want the same thing. You know, they want the money. It's all about the the all money dollar. We get that, but I want to know if they want to put the work in to to get that instead of just saying, okay, well, up, someone's offering me something a little bit more over here, so I'll just you know put my name in the transfer portal. Or up, you know, here's you know something over here. And, you know, and I really don't have to play in the NFL because I've made more money, and you know, you know, in, uh, in college football than I've probably would make if I go to the NFL, if I'm projected to be a third round, fourth round pick or whatever, but I've already made more money in the NCAA than I would make if I was a third or fourth round pick or whatever that number may be. But uh, but, but good stuff there. All right, we got a, a few minutes here. E, I want to ask you, uh, you know, still on the, the, the college football talk, and we got the, um, uh, we got the, uh, the, the Heisman. Uh, we got the Heisman up this Jane weekend Davis. and then, yeah, okay. <laughs> no said. All right, so with that being said, okay, uh, um, what, what say you, who you got? I mean, if, if our listeners, it's Jane Daniels, Bo Nix, uh, Michael Penix, and uh, and Marvin Harrison, Jr., um, the receiver out of uh, out of Ohio State. But uh, what, what say you, who do you have uh, winning this thing? Uh, and, Jane Daniels should get it. Okay. Jaden Daniels should get it. I think he's been the absolute best player. Might not necessarily be the best team, um, but he's been the the best player. Um, however, what I think is going to happen, mm-hmm. Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh, they they got to give him. Okay, they'll give him the hey. Player Award, but no, he's not going to win. It's quarterback award. 
I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm just saying, who who's the last non-quarterback to get it? Uh, the wide receiver from Alabama. That's in 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 Philly. Oh yeah, Devontae yeah. Smith. That's two years ago. You know, so yeah, you're right. My two, bad. three years ago. So, um, so yeah, and Ohio State got to get something out of this. Out of this, you know what I mean? They ain't in the playoffs. You know, top revenue school. Yeah, Marvin Harrison Jr. Okay, Jay, what say you, man? Yeah, man, this is a tough one because I I do think Jaden Daniels probably deserves it, but. Like, LSU has just been out of the conversation for so long that, like, has he sort of fell off the radar in terms of how that goes? I don't know, man. Oh, gosh. I, I would I would probably give it to Daniels, but I don't know if he's going to win it, K-Walk. I can't tell you who yeah. is going to win it. I, right. I don't sleep on Michael Penix, man. He's got his team undefeated yeah. in the college football playoff. His numbers are really good. He, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he won it. Jay, Michael Penix, forty-seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> that that is true. E. That is true. Hey, 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 so, he, so he's good. Then. He now, hold on, he's hold on now. Uh, uh, Florida State so quarterback so. Chris Wake, uh, Chris Wake, Chris Wake, twenty-seven, that's age discrimination. You know, we we, we don't do that here. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that here. Yeah, but um, um, yeah, I think I'm I'm gonna go with um. Wow, yeah, I want to say Michael Penix too, man. I think he's out of these. Uh, you know, you, you look at these teams, and I think that the you you, got, you generally go with the best player on the best team at the at the time. So I, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Michael Penix. I think Michael Penix wins it. Um, I think Bo Nix finishes second. I think and then Marvin Harrison probably will finish fourth, and then you, you throw Jane Dillon in there. Maybe Jane Dillon will finish uh, second, though. But um, we, we don't know. But I'm going to go Michael Penix. Michael Penix is my uh, my my pick to uh, to to win the uh, to win this 2023 uh, Heisman Trophy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, that's all the time that we have. Um, if you're just joining us, please check out the replay. Uh, great debate there, you know, during the time of the college football playoff. Ship again, I sent you a message, brother, man. Um, no disrespect there, brother, but, you know, I had to take control, control of the show, man. So, um, but, yeah, great insight um, for what you whatever they've heard, everything that you said. So great stuff. Uh, Special K, thank you so much for joining us. Jason Collins, thank you so much for joining us. E. Scott, you know what we do, brother. All right, as always, before we, I end the show, is um, I'd like to leave you guys with something positive. Uh, tonight, I'll leave you with this. Your positive action combined with positive thinking results in success. Right? For E. Scott, K. Walk, for Sports Talk with K. Walk and E. Scott, or Never Had It So Good Sports Radio, God willing, we'll talk to you next week. Yep.
better run When beef is on, I pop that trunk Come get some pistol grip pump. Yeah.